For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's happening, man? Well, it's, it was a great it, weekend for me. Well, it's How nice to weekend? talk to you, man. You didn't even want to talk to me yesterday. I don't know. I thought like maybe it was something I said or I don't know. I tried to FaceTime. Yeah. You, you button hooked me, said, no, you're too far ahead. Well, and I, I was, I like, was watching right, the so. game on a bit of a delay. I got, I got slowed down, you know? Whatever, whatever, man. So, all right. We're good, though, right? Are we good? Absolutely. What are you, what are you sipping on over there? What do you got? A coffee? Yeah. I don't know. I Whatever got coffee, too. Put out. I got coffee, too. I was going to tell you, though, I, and, and let everybody else in on a little tip for everyone this holiday season. Around this time of year, I start, instead of putting in a little milk or half and half into the coffee, I start putting eggnog in there. Pro tip, bro. It's like a like a poor man's eggnog latte, especially with being sheltered in place and everything that everyone's going through. But hey, man, I'm trying. Any other additives? Uh, no, just the nog right now. Do oh. you do you nog? <laughs> Are you a fan of the nog? I like eggnog. Yeah. I do too. It's yeah. kind of divisive though. I don't know. I find people that hate it. I find people that are like, Ugh, it's so gross. Eggnog. Ugh, disgusting. But I love it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. How was your weekend? Because as you say, all of my teams won. Dude, well, my, my fantasy team. Well, you know, the- man, my weekend was good. I mean, obviously, Seahawks perspective, but uh, Washington Huskies unable to play the Oregon Ducks, which that's such a huge game every year. Fun to watch. So, you know, they're dealing with COVID type stuff. So obviously wish all the players well and everything. So disappointed to miss out on that one. But the Seahawks came through on Sunday. And then now we got a big uh, game coming up on Friday, buddy, that we got to talk about, though. Yeah. So what is that? Go ahead. We won the North. (laughs) (laughs) We were unable to play, but we won the North somehow. I don't know. I have no idea what the Pac-12 is doing, but. Hey, it counts. I don't uh, know. <laughs> is this is this Jimmy Lake's first season? Yeah, first season as won, head coach. Won the North. First season he won the North. Good Victory. But I woke up on Twitter this morning on Monday like to the news that the Huskies had won the North, even though they didn't play Oregon. So I guess it's just because Oregon lost. I think Oregon's got two losses. Well, Oregon's right? got two, right. But then, yeah. yeah, they would have had a chance to beat the Huskies, which would have given the Huskies two losses. And then... Yeah, it would have been whoever won that game. Yeah. So... Been. It's weird. We didn't play, but then ended up winning. And then, but then I don't know what happens if we can't play on Friday. All it, all indications are that we will be able to. But then, if you know, if something else goes up, or like if something happens with USC, which obviously hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, the I whole season is crazy. Yeah, exactly. But I'd imagine <laughs> they just, I don't know, um, <laughs> flip a coin, play, play play a bowl. Like, <laughs> but they're not. Neither neither team's going to be, I think, eligible for the playoff. Yeah. Uh, even with the title, I think you need seven games, right? Isn't that right. the whole thing that like Ohio State's going through? Um, yeah. With, with Michigan backing out on them. But okay. So, but if our Huskies and Trojans, if my Huskies and your Trojans do play <laughs> this Friday for the Pac 12 championship, like, are we, should we put some, should we have a wager on this? Should we put something down on this? It, like, I'll send you some zone in CBD. 
<laughs> hey, I'm already getting my zone in CBD, man. What what should we do here? Something. Uh, maybe if uh, the Huskies win, you'll uh, do a polar bear plunge in the Montlake Cut. I mean, do you have anything remotely close to that where you're at? <laughs> I mean, I could go swimming down here, but it's pretty warm most of the time. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's um, not, not exactly the same thing. Yeah, we could do that. We mark that down. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, there's mine. I mean, I'm up for suggestions from you. Molly cut polar dips for both of us. Either way. All right. Well, no, one of us. Whoever loses. Well, it'll be you. I'm, Don't. I'm worry. not doing. I'm not doing that shit. If I'm I not guess. going in there. I got faith in in my guys, man. Sounds it. Run the damn ball, Jimmy. I got faith. Oh, oh, okay. Now Let's you got go. now you got coaching instructions to go along with your faith, huh? Let's go, man. Yeah, I mean, he wore the hat. It said "Run the damn ball" on the front of the hat at his presser, which was awesome. And I'm like, Oh, did he? Yeah. So I'm like, Let's do that. Let's run it and run it and run it again. Control the clock. Let's uh, keep the Trojan offense on the sidelines, and you know, let's uh, give USC that loss they've been looking for all year long. Because man, they've been flirting with it <laughs> every game except for Wazoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they're due if the huskies win the pac-12 championship game against usc you will jump into the montlake cut Mm -hmm. if usc wins i will do a polar bear plunge either in los angeles or wherever i happen to be i'm gonna throw you in the montlake cut all right so polar bear plunge for for both things (laughs) Ah, all right let's start the show let's do it partner Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? That's Lofa. Ah. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I'm lifelong Seahawks fan Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. Let me remind you guys about our sponsor, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag, and they're a great sponsor. They support us. We'd ask you to support them. If you're making any wagers on the world of sports, or if you just want to throw down some money in their online 24-7 casino, you can do that too. The website is betonline.ag. That's betonline, spelled exactly how you think it is, dot A-G. And when you go there, enter our promo code... Believe, not spelled how you think it is. It's (laughs) B-L-E-A-V. Yeah, you get a bunch of welcome bonuses when you do that at betonline.ag. All right, Lofa, well, let me flip over to my notes here. Um, The Seahawks played a game. The Jets didn't get off the bus, um, but the Seahawks showed up to play a game against the New York Jets, I guess, or at least they were wearing the New York Jets uniforms. The Seahawks dominated in pretty much every aspect of the game, beating the Jets 40-3. to 
I mean, a 37-point victory in the NFL. I mean, that's that's a definition of a blowout. Uh, the Seahawks, you know, 410 total yards to the Jets, 185. The Seahawks had 236 passing. The Jets, I mean, they only passed for 116 yards on a Seahawks secondary that, I mean, was giving up yards to everybody all season long up until the last few weeks at least. Um, but they, they held... Uh, Sam Darnold to 116 yards passing and then the rushing game for the Jets never got off the ground either 69 yards rushing I mean let's I mean go for it take over whenever you want I mean we we dominated we should have dominated and we did and there you go well yeah and against uh coming off a loss yeah and against a team that had not won you know they had nothing to lose I mean they've, they've been in this position before but it was good to see out the gates now, speaking about the gates, their first drive did have me a little scared. Right. Yeah. They marched right down, you know, put up three, and I was just like, whoa, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, did. they put up, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you, but they put up three after, I think on third down, Sam Darnold whips it in there, and their receiver had both hands on it and just flat out dropped it. Like, it's not like we really did much to influence that. Like, he mm-hmm. just dropped the ball. And if he, they get that first down there, they might get a touchdown and have some no, real he, momentum but we were able to hold them to a field goal i mean they moved it the ball at will in the first half. oh yeah they really did yeah they, they missed three field goals so just pointing out the obvious true uh, you know that that's a much different game uh if we're sitting there what would it would be 23 12 going into the half the jets would be feeling like okay we have a chance still. Mm-hmm. so um that went right for us on top of you know everything else we did do some great things and uh, seemingly anything we wanted to do on offense, yeah, whether it was pass or run the ball. Russ was cooking. Uh, Chris Carson looked great as always, and um, and he did. Did he uh, go over under? Oh, we'll we'll get to the uh, uh, zone ins later. <laughs> we'll get to the zone ins and the score prediction a little bit later in the show. I've got that plan. Don't worry. Yeah, but and then anytime you give up three points, would you say 185 yards of total offense? Yeah, that's still an NFL offense over there. Sure. So. Um, I'm pleased with with what I saw. Yeah, man. I mean, look, this is a Seahawks defense, and let's just be flat out out honest about it. I mean, 185 yards total for the game is what they gave up, but they had given that up seemingly to some teams in the first quarter. Quarter, yeah. So a real improvement by this defense, and, and not just because of the Jets game, but they've been playing well for the last few weeks. So they, it seems like they have made an adjustment. I mean, Jamal Adams has been back. That, that's... Right, you know, right there off the top, um, probably the made record. a difference, but yeah. Um, I mean, dude, it was Geno Smith time by the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, did we learn anything about the Seahawks though along the way in this game, or is this more about the Jets? Just man, they really folded up the tents, you know, and I'm, seemed like they didn't really show up. No, I, I feel like we did learn something about this because this is a game where you know, all week leading up, everybody's saying, hey then if they're that bad of a team, then show them the respect they deserve by, by kicking their ass. <laughs> and it was a flat out ass kicking. Uh-huh. So, yeah. um, you know, it was impressive on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Uh, like, like you said, you know, they get that first field goal and then, but then we get a touchdown. Uh, Freddie Swain was just Freddie wide Swain. open in the end zone. And a lot of the touchdowns, some of them that Russell had, I mean, it, it looked like, especially with no crowd noise there, you know, so it's not as loud as it obviously should be when they score. It it just feels like practice sometimes <laughs> with the no crowd there. And against the Jets defense, some of those touchdowns were just, were just wide open. I mean, um, it's got to be hard for the Jets players 
to stay motivated and stuff. Um, but man, it just, you know, not much intensity coming out of them. And I thought they'd have more, especially, you know, with storylines playing Jamal, stuff like that. Greg Williams just got fired. They wanted to show up, you know, maybe for their coach who maybe they felt like shouldn't have gotten fired. I mean, you know, I don't know, just a lack of intensity. It was weird to watch kind of. Yeah. Um, again, it was the Hawks just did what they had to do and took care of business. Um, yeah. The Jets, at this point, as I mentioned before, when you, you know, luckily I've never been a part of an 0 and 12, 0 and 13 team, um, you know, but 4 and 12, 5 and 11, I've been there before. And you are auditioning for your next job. Yeah. So you better put out some good tape. And what we saw was not exactly the best tape, but it's, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what goes on over there. Yeah. Um, well, that's what one I was going to say. I mean, one more thing about the Jets, and then we'll just gush about the Seahawks. But uh, what are they going to do with your your former Trojan Sam Darnold and moving moving on past this? Are they going to what's what are they going to do with Adam Gase? I mean, well, you know, that just know looks like a defeated team. Yeah, I don't know what happens with Gase. Um, is this his second year? I, I believe so. Year, yeah. How many years he has left on the contract? But I mean, it's hard to justify keeping somebody that hasn't won one game. And I, I think Gase is a phenomenal offensive mind, uh, you know, at least with what he's shown he did in Miami. He um, he won a lot of games over there. Um, and then whatever happened didn't work out, and he ended up in the Jets this year, uh, last two years. But as far as Darnold, that's – okay, so now you go to the draft, and Trevor Lawrence, right, you're not going to pass on him. I but wouldn't think so. The, I mean – You're going to give up on the first-round quarterback you have already? So – um, it's almost like, and I think it was the same exact draft, right? Um, Josh Rosen was the same draft as, as Donald where, you know, Cliff ends up in, uh, Arizona and they're not going to pass on Kyler Murray. Yeah. So I, I think that's exactly what happens here. Yeah. And, um, I'm just hoping, you know, wherever Donald lands, you know, he gets a real shot and, uh, because, like, look at Rosen. He hasn't even had a, a chance to resurface. I, no. I don't even know. He's on a roster right now. Yeah, yeah. It has to be, but I'm not sure where. No, I know. It's rough. It's rough. I mean, it's 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 strange, too, because leading up to this game with the Seahawks, I saw a lot of, like, national media and pundits and stuff, like, not really putting a lot of blame on Darnold. They're like, no, it's like, he's he's playing good, but for whatever reason, they can't get it together. I mean, dude, he he almost he could have thrown three picks in that Seahawks game if, if we could catch the ball, you know? I mean, he it's threw that true. one right to Jamal Adams, who I'm sure is still kicking himself. He, he, yeah. he had that one in his gut. So, I mean, Darnold didn't look great either. No, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm not making any excuse for him in terms of, you still got to get out there and produce, you know, this is a, what have you done for me lately? You know, business. Yeah. So um, he's got some things to work on, but he's got a live arm. He, you know, he can make, he is athletic. You saw that run he had early on the season where he scored a 60 yard touchdown. Yeah. I forget what team they played against, but it was, that's an athletic quarterback right there. Sure. Yeah. So um, I mean, there, there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks, so we'll see what happens. I mean, look at, look at Philly. I don't, you know, I, take this conversation too far out of it but uh you know they're moving on from Wentz I, I know they said you know saying all the right things in the paper like oh he's he'll be back next year he's our guy I bet you he ends up in Indy with yeah. uh with Reich that's a real you know? mess over there in Philly right now too it's crazy they're, they're still in it right 
Aren't they mathematically still in the... <laughs> They're mathematically still in it, but you have a team that won the Super Bowl so recently, but then, yeah. but not with Wentz. I mean, with Foles, even though Wentz was the MVP that year, then he gets a $100 million contract, but then I don't know I don't know what his deal is. And then Doug Peterson, every time he has a backup quarterback, he wins, it, feels, it seems like. So it's just kind of... Yeah, watch, watch, him, watch him take Jalen Hurts to the Super Bowl right here. And Hurts... <laughs> Hurts played great. Um, yeah, a uh, hundred something passing, hundred rushing. Yeah, I mean, he did what he had to do to move the sticks. Didn't get sacked once game. either. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, but this is what I, okay. And it's hard for me to say I feel bad for once who's first round got paid a ton, MVP had a lot of success, got paid again, so he's gonna resurface somewhere else. Yeah, Sam Donald, I don't know if he will, and that's where I'm just like, man, this poor kid. Yeah, who, you know. Did he really get a chance? No. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Wentz, Wentz and Darnold are going to be fine. Uh, well, Wentz is going to be fine. I mean, I, I can tell you, I wouldn't be surprised he ends up over there in uh, in Indy next year because, you know, Phillip Rivers, this is probably his last year. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it'll be interesting to see how all that shakes out. But this is the Seahawks podcast, so let's get back to our Hawks. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson looks great, man. I mean, I, I just wonder what our record would be if he was healthy the entire season undefeated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he makes that big a difference doesn't he man if you could run the ball and i mean it's it's not like any of these losses were blowout losses it was we we don't have the running game to lean on so you know russ is feeling pressure to do more than he has to and and then again like we said the play action is not fooling anybody because they're like go ahead run the ball you mm-hmm. know prove to us you can run it before we commit another body to the, to the box, another defender, bring down the safety. So yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. We'd be 16 and oh, just, or 13 and oh, just like I said, on our way to 16 and oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing because sometimes I think fans of the NFL fall into a category sometimes of, of thinking like, like it's the NFL, you know, as long as you have a good offensive line, pretty much anyone can gain yards or whatever. But man, you watch what we dealt with while Chris was out. And then you watch when he gets handed the ball. Now he's in, I mean, he makes, he is the difference. He's, it's just that first step is faster, whatever it is. I mean, he's get, he's, his average is sweet, you know, and with him healthy now and them trending in the right direction before the playoffs. I mean, you know, when he was out, they didn't get this kind of production. And he's back in, and and he's getting the production, and he looks great. Um, the 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 storyline of the game, as far as turnovers go, we end up tied with them one apiece. You know, Russ throws that pick, which was, by the way, an amazing catch. Yeah, by the no, DB. No, no complaints about even taking that chance uh, or the location of the ball. That guy made one of the best interceptions I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, if I do have a complaint on that play with the Seahawks, it's sort of with DK, like be the db all of a sudden because that guy <laughs> man he bodied him up and boxed him out and tipped it to himself and yeah it was a great play by the by the jets i don't even know who it was i can't even remember offhand might have been marcus man i don't know it might have been yeah um yeah. but uh and then frank gore fumbled and i just want to mention it because it was the first time he fumbled since 2016 <laughs> frank gore Ball security yeah. is his middle name, but um, great play by Snacks Harrison is another reason why I bring it up. You know, guy yes. we signed this year and who was in there and playing good. He he punched that thing out of there, and it was cool to see Bobby recover it, and you know, good to get the turnover there. Um, oh, yeah. Some other interesting tidbits from the game before we get to the zone in players. Uh, Russell Wilson is now 
the only quarterback in the Super Bowl in the, <laughs> in the Super Bowl in the in the Super Bowl era. The bourbon bowl, Bobby. I mean, blah, 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 blah. This coffee, the, the I gotta tell you, the eggnog coffee making my mouth a little dry. It might have something extra in there. Huh? <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson, the only quarterback in the Super Super Bowl era to win nine plus games in each of his first nine seasons. Um, another little tidbit, though, he's also been sacked in 26 straight games, and that streak continues. That's the longest streak going on in the NFL. Well, uh, before we fast forward. Yeah. Okay. It's he took always... a pretty bad, big hit, by the way, in that game. What's that? Did, did you see the one where the guy came free? He just laid him out? It was a no. pretty, pretty big hit. Yeah. You had already turned the channel by that point, hadn't you? I was already gone, man. <laughs> I worry about my fantasy team. Um <laughs> When we mention Russell, we got we're gonna have to fact check. When we mention Russell and all these first, the first quarterback yeah. to do all this and all that in his first nine seasons. Now, ones that pertain to wins, can we also mention Bobby Wagner? Because oh sure, they were draft. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. the media never does. Yeah, Bobby's got to be the first linebacker with double digit to wins. win nine plus. Right? Because right. yeah, because I don't think. I mean, I don't remember Bobby Wagner missing time offhand, has he? Not really. No, no. no. They came in together. They, I think Bobby's missed one game. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't remember him being yeah. injured for any yeah. more than, yeah, for any stretch or anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go, I like go it. Put some respect on his name. Yeah. He's the quarterback of the defense. Why not? Always giving the offense love, never the defense. I, hey, keep love. us honest. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, another little Russell Wilson tidbit. He has now thrown uh, 36 touchdown passes this season, which is insane, and that's a career high for him. Uh, he's also thrown the most interceptions he's ever thrown uh, in a season. So take that for what it's worth. But the TDs are there, and uh, that's nice to see. Jamal Adams, speaking of records, eight and a half sacks, which is now the record uh, for single-season sacks by a defensive back. He took over the record that was previously held by Adrian Wilson. Wilson. Dude, Jamal Adams, just a destroyer of worlds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he could have had a pick six, like you said. Yeah, man, he had that you thing. Know. Yeah. Um, no, it's awesome. I mean, he he flirted with the record last year and missed some time, and that's what ultimately led him to not get the record last year. And he came out and said, he's like, I'm going to get that record. But he turned around and did it, and in nine games 10 games mm-hmm. he hasn't been healthy for all 13 games so yeah. that's what, even more incredible is that he'll probably break his own record uh next year well okay here's a question for you then three games left he's at eight and a half right now what's the over under for the season like or what do you think he ultimately ends up with i think he gets at least another half sack a game so he's at eight and a half right now he ends up yeah. with double digits 10 or 11 wow sign me up that'd be awesome i know right (laughs) it'd be so fun to watch yeah especially from a safety position like that that'd be just yeah that'd be cool um yeah man okay well hey let's move on to zone in players shall we well i mean shout out to the whole defense man three points and they were out there you know laying the lumber kj Wright had two or three beautiful like hits yeah that one where he came off the edge he had one it was just a nice form tackle where he knocked the guy backwards it's always good to see them going backwards and then the other one, he didn't even bother to wrap it up. He's like, yo, take that. And, uh, you know, the kid just went flying. Yeah. Uh, I forget which running back it was. Might have been Adam. It was Ty, uh, no, I think Ty it was, Johnson. I think it was Ty was Johnson. It? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He crushed him. Yeah. Um, that was a knee buckler. 
A swashbuckler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, let's stick with this for a second because we've been praising KJ, rightfully so, all season long. And for me, I think this is probably his best season individually. I mean, like he's had some great plays, obviously. Amazing Seahawk the whole time, all that. We love him to death, of course. There's the punch out against Detroit or, you know, uh, no, he's the one who punched it out of the back of the end zone, actually. (laughs) But Cam is the one who punched it out from Calvin Johnson. But anyway, uh, KJ obviously involved in so many big plays, but just on an individual level, this season he is just playing exceptionally well. Yeah, Um Last year, I think he set career highs for a couple of his – I forget which categories that he did, but he's played his, his best ball his last two years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's almost a shame that he had to switch positions this year. And, I mean, he's still doing great, but I can't imagine where his numbers would be if he was at his, his natural position at will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so – but that's just speaking to who he is they ask him to change in year 10 changes position, you know, for the betterment of the team. And he does it, you know, that's who KJ Wright is. And I'm telling you him and Bobby, I feel like, cause I'm doing a lot of these interviews lately. And I just feel like, they're like, well, where are the big plays? The, the people interviewing me? I'm like, yo, like they're doing the stuff that not, doesn't get appreciated. Right. Doesn't get in like, and I think they're starting to take my guys for granted. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, I, I feel like what we're seeing is is special and it's rare. Yeah, and and I'm telling because you know they are they're getting up into almost digit, double digit for K. This is ten for him, and Bobby's at nine. And I think it's kind of like Russell if they don't do something spectacular, like, like Russell just threw four touchdowns and no one's really talking about it. Like <laughs> like they're no. just like hey, he had 200 yards. He had the most. Uh, touchdowns for his career but he also had most interceptions right yeah so, but he, i mean he threw four touchdowns man not a lot of guys have been doing that i know <laughs> and so it's the same thing with you know bobby and kj it's like if they don't do something just phenomenal everybody's like oh well you know it's just a good game i mean kj had that pick in his hands he missed it no i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing what everybody's doing exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> no i know he, he did have one of the dropped interceptions against the jets i'm just saying <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. We're very fickle as fans, but you know, I look, we're critical of the ones we love the most. That's, you know. Okay. I'll I'll buy that one. I'll it's buy that true. excuse. It's true, I think, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh let's check in on our zone in prediction, shall we? We do this because Lofa's company is Zone In CBD. For all of your CBD needs, you can find them at any Bartels drugstores up there in the PNW or head online to zoneincbd.com. Um, so Lofa, this week I wanted to zone in on Russell Wilson, and we did. I set his over under at two and a half touchdowns. He had four, so he had the over. If you emailed us at SeahawksPod at gmail.com and took the over on the Russell Wilson prediction, you're a winner, and we'll draw a name out of the hat. Um, For Chris Carson, who was your zone-in player, you had set his over-under at 15 total touches. Okay? Chris Carson ended the game with... (laughs) 12 carries and 3 catches which equals 15 touches. However, in an over-under game, that's a push. That means I keep the CBD. (laughs) I get all the CBD. I have all the CBD now. 
<laughs> Precious. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a push. But hey, 15 touches for Chris Carson. I think that's, you know, that's kind of should be the minimum. And then let's go north of that even. That's the recipe for success, I think. We're trending in the right direction. That's right. And it's good to see. That's right. We were a little nervous on our score predictions. I went 22 to 13. You went 31 to 17. Um, we were way off. Yeah, we were off. You know, the Seahawks are only the, there were only two teams that got to f- over 40 points this weekend, them and Indianapolis. So the offense was back in a big way, and it was nice to see. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Mm, no, not that I can think of. All right. Well, that's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast. Thanks for joining us, everyone, on the Believe Sports Network. If you've got thoughts about anything, questions, comments, concerns, uh, movie reviews, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about, you can email us at any time, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Lofa, break us down. I don't got anything. You you take us out of here, bro. All right. Well, well, hey, listen, big game coming up for our college teams on Friday. If it actually gets played, fingers crossed, hopefully it actually gets played. It'd be fun to see. USC versus Washington for the Pac-12 championship game. We have a bet now on the line, and it involves the Montlake cut. So let's just uh, break it down to the Montlake cut. I'm in. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'm not in. Hopefully you're in. (laughs) Oh, it'd be fun to watch you backstroking out there. Um, all right, so let's break it down. Everybody gather around, come on in, put a hand in the air. Hey, great practice today. Everybody really looked awesome. It's good to see everybody out here. Nice shoulder pads. Yeah. Uh, Chris has that new visor looking sweet. (laughs) All right, that was a good one. (laughs) Motley cut on three, Motley cut on me. One, two, three, Motley cut. Motley cut. (laughs) Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.